welcome in family and friends to Refuge of Mount Olive's first Pride Week Conference. We are thankful to be celebrating this year a week of empowered discussion with executives, with chairpersons, with leaders in the LGBTQIA community, reflecting and highlighting topics, challenging thought and discussion on issues in our community. We are thankful for the keynote and the presiding officer, Drenande Summons, who walks alongside and leads and serves in the LGBTQIA community with Refuge in Mount Olive to provide this week of empowered discussion. We thank you. May listeners be encouraged. And we look forward to seeing you during the Pride Week Conference. right back after these messages. And welcome in family and friends to this Pride Week Conference finale. We are grateful for this final day of our conference where we have had challenging thoughts We've had lax conversation regarding our community, the LGBTQIA community. We spoke about a little bit of empowerment, but mainly conversation pieces in our community that affect our community. And we're thankful for this conference, and we have had such a great turnout. I am so thankful for the turnout of this conference. And it couldn't have been done without you. I applaud you. I thank you. And wherever you are, please applaud and or pat yourself on the back because we are progressing people of Romo. It's a matter of time before we have keynote panelists alongside from all different walks of life that can provide their insight and their perspective on the community. We are thankful also on today that we are celebrating. We are thankful on today that we are also celebrating a special day that in the black community is really important. And that's why I prolong the conference to conclude for today for this reason and also because today is the final day of spring. Today is the final day of spring. So I, I know some people after they you know are done with their school or they are done with their affairs or when it when the weather breaks like we say in the east coast many people just say that it's summertime but for the sake of formality um it is the last day also of spring but then we are speaking about juneteenth 
which is super important as well. And so for many people, they may not know what Juneteenth is. And so let us be thankful that this year marks the second year Juneteenth will be observed as a federal holiday. June 19th commemorates the day in 1865 when enslaved people in Texas were told by Union Army General Gordon Granger that they had been liberated. Granger's announcements came almost three years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, listeners of this conference, it's important because today's topic will be circled around black LGBTQIA plus affairs. And it is important for us to speak about these matters because there is a great need for attention and care for people in the black LGBTQIA community. And this day of Juneteenth, we need to respect that this was a day where legally it was that slaves were emancipated. However, it took years after that for slave owners to actually free their slaves. Uh, many people may be familiar with the debting that, in, that slave owners would put their slaves in in order for them to stay on the land. Many people formed what they called at the time the slave patrol, the slave enforcement that they would hunt down free slaves and kill them. The slave owners would inform them the slave force and many historians would argue that the slave force operated in the first police force form. And the concept was to track down and kill slaves. So as we remember on this day and as we're learning, because we are thankful that because of the lockdown experience, we have been able to take some time and rewind and meditate on what blackness means in America. What it does it mean to represent blackness in its totality, in, in intellectualism, in love, in community, 
and also educating allies in representation of heritage. How do we incorporate all of these things? And Juneteenth is the first holiday that I believe collectively as a culture, as a black culture, where we are learning to take a heartbeat and appreciate the sacrifice of our forefathers. And there are forefathers in the LGBTQIA community. There were past lovers of the LGBTQIA community who could not speak, who could not be free in their truth. We want to take under account it goes further than and what I'm currently doing is going back to a time where LGBTQIA was not popularized. It was not necessarily okay to be who you were. And we as the people of the LGBTQIA, the modern day LGBTQIA people, we need to be mindful of our impact and how we carry our heritage. We must do our research on our figures, on our leaders who make an impact. But there is a sacrifice that we need to respect. And see, the reason why I, I was convicted to allow this final day to be focused around Black LGBTQIA is because we need to speak about these issues. Allies of the community, I encourage you to listen to the struggles the problems that we face holistically. And some may say, well, I'm dating someone who is black, so I understand. You may have experienced a few convicting moments where you realized opposition was against your partner, but May we understand that you will never know how it feels. Therefore, we need to listen and learn and be present 
with these issues. Let's not use it as a crutch. Let's not use it as an enablement. But may we learn to listen to black voices, authentic black voices, because there are people who are unable to come out and be open because they will be kicked out of their homes. And this has been uh, uh, a case since the beginning of time. A person becomes open. about who they are and they're kicked out. I know that this does not only happen in the black LGBTQIA community, but this is a pressing situation. Homophobia exists and it oppresses our people. Transphobia exists and it oppress our people. Xenophobia exists and it oppresses our people and we must learn to put our minds together and hold our positions and platforms of leadership very serious in order to be our most successful in this season. We may be in a position where we're trying to figure out, well, goodness, gee golly, I want all of this to grow. I want this to work, but I'm dealing with so much. How can I imagine being a support for someone else and I'm dealing with my struggles? You keep digging. You keep believing. You keep showing up. And you will witness how things work out. This wasn't a moment to be turned into empowerment. This is a conference where you are to kick back and relax and just really enjoy the conversation. But during these times, during this celebration of Juneteenth, as we celebrate the independence, may we learn to carry our torch of independence and truth. It's time for us to believe that in the black LG, if you want to really be for the black culture, support, invest, invest and invest. Support black owned businesses. Now learn about them now. I'm not saying support them because they're black. Learn about the product. Learn about it. Is it something that you believe in? Do you see the principles of it and all of those good things? The longevity of it, etc., etc. And I'm not saying do all of that now, but support. Put your money where your mouth is and invest in black America. And it's not this theory that we are quote-unquote trying to take over. We just want our piece of the pie. We want to work hard for our American dream, just like everyone else. You know, since we have conversation going, you know, many people are upset, and I, I don't really speak politics like that often, but many people are upset 
and when I say people, uh, I'm speaking about Trump supporters. They're upset about the new rising economy of diverse numbers. In other words, they're seeing that the black American dollar is becoming more and more valuable. And they are so upset that we are dominating the economic structure. Be that as it may in some departments, this country was not built on just dominating. It was built on enterprise. It was built on Nouvea Roche, constant ideas being built. And when people take a breather and realize that the successful people of this country, they weren't worried about knocking people down. And of course, history may say in some cases, some things were stolen and some things were tampered and some things were... But when we get to the base of everything, when we, when we get to the base of every given situation, everyone has an opportunity to make something out of themselves and something great in the United States of America. So when it comes to Americans who believe in Trump and they are upset with black America, with diverse America, with people of different ethnicities receiving money. Just know you can be making that same money. You could be making those same grooves. And yeah, you may need to work with my company in some future. Yeah, we may, but it ain't going to kill you because when you're about the money, it's not going to hurt anything. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to worry anything. So we need to really keep, and though that's just my opinion, because at the end of the day, politics, in my opinion, is about the holy dollar. It all boils down to the dollar. I'm not upset at Democrats. I'm not upset at Republicans. I'm not upset at the Tea Party. I'm not upset at the Independent Party. I'm not upset at any political views. I know that it boils down to money at the end of the day. And there's other dynamics, of course, that we need to be very, very careful of. And we need to support each other in politics, whether we agree with each other's politics or not. But when we learn how not to be so competitive over competitive and trying to think that someone can take over take over what we got and what we're doing. You know, this this land is your land, this land is my land. This this land is big enough for all of us. It truly is. If we start getting back to that base, we'll prosper. We'll get out of this, this, this uh, financial binding that we're experiencing as a nation. We'll really, really flourish when we stop trying to be so against each other out of fear. Fear produces no fruit. Fear produces no fruit.
And it's important for us to make sure that we are all above present and who we need to be and in the black community we're taught not to love ourselves we're not taught to really put ourselves first really to believe in our desires really to to listen to our voices but this season is requiring us to do that more effectively and i'm with you on this juneteenth i'm praying that god provides you with insight with enlightenment with revelation that will bless your life right now as you listen in on this conference for a divine reason for a divine purpose it's time for your voice to be heard and black people we ain't trying to hurt nobody we just trying to make our money have the cookout and going about our business that's it in my opinion ain't nobody trying to hurt anybody so let us support each other let us listen to each other let us believe and, and act in a positive light for the sake of each other. Because in our community, we do need each other. Refuge of Mount Olive is thankful for the podcast community that has grown with our organization. And if you would like to stay connected with us via Instagram, you can follow us at r.o.m.o underscore. If you'd like to subscribe to our YouTube, type in Refuge of Mount Olive. We're also active on Facebook where you can type in also Refuge of Mount Olive. Thank you so much and we look forward to staying connected with you.